0: oh i'm all man when it comes to the crust yeah
1: spaghettios is a soup wow
0: i'm a man of many earth tones uh, i think cheerios are still hot
1: cheerios? cheerios are hot
0: babe Ooh,
1: it's like an avocado it's raw the deuce hey everybody we're here i am in the sweltering heat of arizona in the comedy condo are you gonna keep your sunglasses i don't know, get
0: rid of the sunglasses <laughs>
1: No, keep the sunglasses on. It's just fun. Let's just have fun. We see your eyes so much. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Is that better? <laughs> All right. So I I,
0: I I forget how this came up. I was talking to somebody about the phenomenon of comedy condos recently. <laughs> oh, you're so happy that you're in.
1: Tully and I are experiencing some weird technological phenomenon. That that
0: no, he's that, choosing that, nobody, you're can, choosing that nobody can see.
1: No one can see. Well, the people who watch the video can see it.
0: If you yes. were a member of our Patreon right now, you would see me <clears throat> with the halo that I so richly deserve. And which one day which it. one day will be my heavenly reward. And you would see Jessie Mae Peluso uh surrounded by uh a fireworks display, like her name was Katy Perry. You, do, you oh, you, do you think you do you think you can summon it by doing the double thumbs up?
1: This seems to be the thing that calls forth my uh, my firework power. I just don't know exactly how to summon. Oh my it. god! There's something. here. There's like
0: a movie premise in this: the person who believes they have superpowers but doesn't. <laughs> and so oh! there it is. There it is. She got them. He's
1: got superpowers now. So you go down and, you go you Perry. go down a
0: dark alley and throw up double thumbs up and then get your ass handed to you.
1: That would be a great movie idea, especially at the end when they realize they don't have superpowers, but the belief they had superpowers is all they needed. Oh, that
0: was your special power all along. I'm so sick of that twist. You never needed the rock. It was always inside.
1: You didn't need. The crystal didn't hold the power. Yeah. Your belief in the crystals would it was It was always power. inside you, Griselda. We, here at Pretend Friends podcast, we are. Well, I'm a comedian. Tully is. Uh, somewhat of a comedian. Tully's very funny, but he, you don't characterize yourself as a stand-up comic.
0: No, I, do, I actually just noticed I still have it in my Twitter bio and I got to get that out of there. I will, be, ag- I will be again someday. I will. I will, but I'm not.
1: Well, you are in a unique brain, so <laughs> you, you could have a place in stand-up comedy, yep. but you were discussing the all-famous comedy condo, insider info. Right. So what, someone like you, who's not necessarily a characterized... Uh, someone is a comedian in that category. Mm-hmm. What do you know about the comedy condos? Well,
0: what I know about the comedy condos is: it, is, is it oh. is it possible that Mitzi Shore, amidst pioneering so many other things, also, by the by, accidentally invented the comedy condo? Because here's the thing: <clears throat> there have been Ooh. there have been comedians since the dawn of time. You know, court jesters and what have you, but. <laughs> at a certain but but comedians up to the late 70s were always considered the appetizer the amuse bouche not The main event, not the entree. Don Rickles didn't head, didn't. Well, you know, Don Rickles did headline. What the fuck? But Don Rickles would maybe have like a singer. Anyway, the Comedy Store was the first comedy club, and we take it for granted nowadays. But it was an unusual and revolutionary idea at the time that people would come to see an evening of nothing but comedy, no other acts mixed in, and it was successful and. Mitzi saw that she had helped give birth to a whole... Uh, class a generation of comedians who were suddenly they went from they went from being out front trying to get people to buy two tickets so they could get five minutes of stage time to all of a sudden they were in-demand performers and she saw the cocaine and alcohol definitely wasn't helping they were starting to burn out the robin Williamses of the world to name just one of the greats and so yeah and so she well i think he was already too big for this thing i'm about to talk about so i am under the impression That I have been led to believe that Mitzi Shore opened the second comedy store in La Jolla, California, almost entirely. Now, obviously, she's going to make money on a second location. It was far enough away from L.A. that they wouldn't compete with one another. But she would send the comedians there for like a weekend off. You need to get out of the pressure cooker of your career in Los Angeles for a weekend. So she's like, go down there. She bought a condo in La Jolla so they could go and stay for at the beach for a weekend, but in exchange, they would do some shows for her at night. And since then, comedy clubs have emulated that model, realizing they're spending more money on hotels weekend after weekend for visiting comics, it would actually be cheaper in the long run. Of course, figuring in the equity they would get from owning a place rather than giving it to the Marriott's and Hilton's of the world weekend in and weekend out to own a condo and to when the comedian comes to town from out of town to, to perform for the weekend, they put them up in what has come to be known as a comedy condo.
1: Yeah, you're right. Mitzi created humorous hostels. Mm-hmm with the same amount of bed bugs and crust. Yeah. And then and then I think you might be right. I think you might be right. I have heard that legend of uh, a mist the comedians in the hallways of the Hollywood comedy store. And I I'd like to dig her up and slap her just for the for the sake of it cuz as a woman these comedy condos are not nice. This one actually isn't too too bad. Yeah. This is these tend to be the nicer ones.
0: What what, what, what when you but, say these, what do you mean?
1: the house of comedy tend to have nicer comedy condos Mm -hmm. yeah but as a woman you just maybe dudes are similar maybe you you have the the standard that we have maybe some women don't maybe i'm speaking out of line but for me i'm a little bit of a germaphobe even hotels in general are kind of gross everywhere's gross except for my place i wash my sheets every week Good for you. I'm not bragging; it's more of a confession. I
0: used to. So I, 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 I have I a used hard to, time staying in places. Like yeah, this. I used to when I was single. But my wife is nasty, and I realized that I was the only one who was holding up that end of the sheet cleaning bargain.
1: And now is that in jest? Are you being for no? I'm being real? totally
0: serious. When I was,
1: you just called your wife she nasty. She's
0: nasty. When I was out on my own. <laughs> I had two sets of sheets and every week I used to live on top of a laundromat in New York and at the end of every week I'd have a bag of laundry and I'd put my sheets on top of it and I'd bring it down to the nice Ukrainian ladies and for somewhere between 12 and $16 they would wash my clothes and wash my sheets and I would alternate week and every Sunday night I would change my sheets. But I can't, I can't carry this lady any more than I'm already carrying her, you know what I mean?
1: I, well, I mean that halo tells it all. You're the you're the perfect husband. I'm not. You're li- literally the perfect. Just because I'm a
0: house husband doesn't mean I'm married to this house.
1: I'm trying to level out my shoulders. I, I don't know. <laughs> this is a total non sequitur. Like the last thing was it? Uh huh. <laughs> this whole. We could have had three different titles. Now that am friends. I'm now still, that I
0: finished leveling I, out my shoulders, let me do something that makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I, I, there's three other titer, titles we could have had. We could have had called this podcast. What Uh-oh. the?
0: Uh-oh. <clears throat> and here that? come the
1: balloons. You know, this is like the new BMW car where you can control the the system of it with your hands. That's what's going on in this video. Maybe it's just Zoom. I don't know. For people Anywho, who aren't watching this, this podcast, Zoom, ju- three different Zoom just made
0: a bunch of balloons go by and you're not really sure why. Anyway, go ahead. Yes.
1: Yeah, the, the Zoom video keeps erupting these fun weird things with my hand gestures we could have called this podcast three different things we could have called it my add life we could have called it pretend friends which i'm still mad Mm -hmm. about more balloons and or we could have called it non sequiturs like you and i are the non sequiturs but we speak in non sequitur it's true it's very true and you know what I think there's so many focused podcasts out there. What <laughs> are you trying, I'm just trying to... to see if I can make some shit happen? <laughs> Tully's just landing a plane or ta- helping it take off. <laughs> He's trying to. You're jealous of my Zoom capabilities. I'm a witch over <laughs> got here. nothing. I don't know what the balloon like. The balloon thing is confusing though because I don't know how I'm. This is going to be a purely visual podcast. This podcast is on acid. The, uh, this episode of The Deuce brought to you by LSD.
0: Maybe we should make this one episode for free for people on Patreon since we're just talking about video yeah. the entire time. this is a fun one. Um, wait, I, I, so wait,
1: what were we I, saying? What was the ADD I, thing before? I don't know how
0: to turn this off. Okay, well, there we
1: go. Oh, you, we were talking about how you called your wife nasty and you're a perfect husband. I, I... I Would you care to elaborate? Yeah,
0: I, I'm... I, it, the, the sheets only get changed if i change the sheets is what i'm saying we
1: you know i can understand that though because your wife
0: has a job is running a right. business yeah no that, that's what it there's is other
1: priorities right. for her whereas
0: whereas and, i have a pretend job with a pretend friend
1: right yeah exactly she's she's a mom she's running yeah that i'm household. not a parent at all she just has this boss energy right. and so it, it seems like you guys have a good partnership
0: mm. We, I got to say this. I, I got to feels- say this quiet. We went to Disneyland on a date yesterday.
1: Oh, that's right. You went to Disneyland You don't have to whisper. You date. don't have to whisper. Okay, so have to whisper.
0: Was- my son can't hear you. He fucking, this fucking lady, she brought a fucking Disney cup into the house. And even my, my son is 11 and not even bright by those standards. And he was like, hold on. Why the fuck do you have a Disney cup?
1: <laughs> Wait, is that what he said? No, nah,
0: I wish. I'm sure it's what he thought.
1: That would have been amazing if your kid spit out a cigarette and was like, Pff, hold yeah. on. Why the fuck do you have a Disney cup? Kids don't smoke anymore. What was in the Disney cup? Was it not alcohol? No, yeah, it
0: was. It was. It was iced tea that she had bought on her way out of our clandestine. They must never know. Um, hooky date, a la Ferris Bueller.
1: Oh yeah, I didn't finish Ferris Bu- Bear, Bear's, Bear's Bueller. Ferris Bueller. In your
0: defense, you've only had Lajola. five fucking years.
1: Uh, I think it's been about five months mm-hmm. now. In your defense. You know, I was it's, thinking it's about this. It's 90 long, hard minutes. I, I was you thinking didn't like about it. This. You didn't like You would
0: have finished it if you would liked it.
1: No, no. I was thinking about just in general right now, I feel like a lot of people are not finishing a lot of things they normally finished. I know this about myself. Mm-hmm. I know I have, I usually function with a lot of plates. I'm balancing a lot and I have a lot of... Uh, pots on the stove, if you will. I will. Is, it, is that the saying? Sure. What yeah. is it? Pans on the stove, pots on the uh, stove?
0: They're, each one is better suited to cooking this or that. I think you can use them interchangeably.
1: Right. There's a few walks. You're sauteing, I, you're simmering.
0: I, you got a lot going on.
1: Yes. I like to have a bunch of things that are cooking at the same yep. time. So I know my flow and I know my workflow and I know the, that sort of process I never in the history of being myself have never not finished a movie. And in all the movies I've ever gone to in the theater, I've walked out of one. And that was mother by Darren Aronofsky because it freaked me out. I'm saying all this to say that as an avid moviegoer and movie lover movie cinephile as I am for me, not to finish a movie is indicative of a larger issue and I, it made me think, I wonder if other people are noticing this pattern in themselves where they aren't even finishing things they really love. So
0: you loved, you now, loved Ferris Bueller?
1: Oh, I loved Just it. Just not enough I, to... I, I, I was pulled in right away. I was pulled in right away. I, I didn't know. I love that I learned some new things. I love that I learned that um, Matthew Broderick, I don't know if this was a put on, has a very apparent and thick New York accent. I think he may
0: have played that up a little bit, but I think he might actually be a New Yorker. And who was,
1: there was this beautiful spectrum I got for him because soon after I s- did not finish Ferris Bueller, which I do plan on going back and watching it because I just loved the, the way they filmed and Breaking the Wall. I thought it was, I was like, oh, this is revolutionary for its time. I had watched and finished and binged. I was able to binge. The series "Painkillers," which stars Matthew Broderick as the lead Sackler family, the head of Sackler family, and what you know, everybody knows the story. It's, if you don't Google the the family that caused the opioid crisis, it's a great yeah. article from the New York Times that gave birth to this story and all the stories that you basically have heard about this family. But to see him as Ferris Bueller and then as Sackler, I realized, oh, this gentleman is very talented. His his capability of portraying a wide variety of characters is, is obviously uh, a wide span. So those are the things that I realized when I started to watch the film and also breaking the fourth wall and the characters. And it felt so encapsulated in that time. It made me want to go back to that era, even though it's a little predating Jesse Mae Peluso. It made me want to live in that time. It just felt like a really cool memory from that space and time in that era. So yes, I will finish it. And I'm very intrigued by it, but to my original thought, we're not finishing things. And I had this epiphany. I go, huh? I didn't finish a movie and it happened another time. This isn't like putting on a movie and falling asleep. This is like starting a movie and then stopping it and then going someplace else. So I don't know what to attribute it to, but well, I do know what to attribute it to. I'm just sick of talking about the quarantine and, and what happened to us and the pandemic. But essentially, I think being stuck at home on our phones and it ruining our uh reward system in our brain, fucking up the flow of the dopamine those neurons being fired yeah. I think that's actually that's what happened, yeah
0: maybe maybe um i'm I'm more inclined to like not finishing project uh, a project that uh like like I, I successfully ran a 10k thank you very much this past weekend um you did. I did. I did.
1: Did your toenails fall off? No. I hear that's a thing that happens when you run these marathons that your toenails yeah. fall off and your nipples fall maybe
0: off. Maybe a maybe a, narath- maybe a marathon, um, but. No, I did notice actually that like the, the tips of my toes were a little like, if you ever wear like shoes that are too tight, the next day you can feel like it's not, it's not a bruise. It's something short of a bruise that anytime anything touches on the front of your toes, you're like, oh yeah, that's a little tender. Cause I was doing that a lot yesterday. It was like rubbing on something or whatever. I've had that and I'm well aware that it has to be because for six, 6.2 miles, but who's counting? I was like pushing, you know, my toes against the front of my shoes, but it was, discomfort would even be a strong word a mild sensitivity in my toe tips is what i would call it um <laughs> no thank goodness came out of it with all all finger and and toenails but i i i wanted to do it so long story i was ready to quit on doing it cuz the early going with training was very discouraging they always say in, in 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 high level athletics which i now engage in uh you know you have to distinguish between um soreness and pain soreness you can play through pain is you know you have injury or and or you're at risk of giving yourself injury and i felt like i was in pain and i was like ah, shit you know you always know this day is gonna come but you're also not ready for it when it finally does come that like uh my body's what day someday my body's not gonna let me run anymore and i'm like oh shit i think i might be at that day and i got that after my third or fourth training but I got some really helpful advice and words of encouragement from a lot of people, some of whom are probably listening to this right now, and I stayed the course and um and I went out there and i and i I ran like faster than I was hoping to, planning to by accident.
1: What was your time?
0: Um I did exactly eight minute miles for
1: that's a that's fantastic. I was trying
0: to do nine minute miles and um there was a
1: you should put the halo back. There
0: up. was a pace lady. Well, I'm pretty excited about it, so maybe I'll celebrate.
1: A pace lady? Oh, that's, what was she like? A troll running behind that's, you? Oh, that's I guess, just I just have pizza on my aerobic head. Aerobic troll? Oh, Wait, maybe I get it. What's a pace lady?
0: There you go. Oh, there you All go. Right. I'm number one. No, there's Come a on these. there's a um there's just, the, Japan's answer to Gatorade is a drink called Pokari Sweat. And
1: Ooh, that sounds contagious. What is it? Pocari
0: sweat. It? I know, right? I, I went to Thailand. I thought it was dengue fever, but instead, I got Pocari, I got the pokari sweats. No. Oh,
1: I think you cheaper. know. It's like put that on a t-shirt. Just
0: always gets new, lost.
1: New, dur, new, de, new de, deuce. New deuce. New alert.
0: <laughs> I'm going to give you all the time you need to get that sentence out correctly. I'm going to sit my coffee here.
1: Deuce merch. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm deb you have to flash a, a new deuce merch alert and a new
0: no you don't merch you don't alert you don't flash
1: whatever i said the first time you don't flash you any to alerts blast it across the screen until
0: we have a prototype until we I have got, a mock-up for one piece of merch i don't want to hear about your fantasy merch woman
1: oh it's not fantasy things take time
0: so to your point about people abandoning projects, I think there is a distinction that ought likely be made between I was going to put a, I was going to run a 10 K or I um, was going to put a deck in the back of the house and I got halfway through it and just abandoned it. Cause I got distracted cause I was looking at TikTok, And then there's also um, just like, I tried to watch a movie and didn't finish it. To me, those are like two different things. I do find that i have trouble like um my my my, for example my kid just got really into watching stranger things and it became his thing with my with my wife to to binge and watch all the seasons and he was he's always been bugging me to join them because i i watched the first season and i liked it i'm kind of the reason he started watching it in the first place and I am I find myself making excuses to not sit down and watch it with them. And I think the reason is it has actually become very, very hard for me to take in media that I don't set the pace for. I think because of the phone, I'm just always just like, I'm looking at that. I'm bored. Go on to that. Oh, yeah. What was the deal with blah, blah, blah? Yeah. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. that I do think is... I don't see that as a pandemic thing. I see that as the pandemic is just sort of incidental that I don't know if when you were a kid and if you read the choose your own adventure books, I, I can't do, I'm I it. I find it very, very hard to do passive entertainment. Even like I, I like the NBA, I like watching NBA games, but like I will do laundry so that I have something to do with my hands while it's on. Cause for me to actually just sit on the couch and watch dudes run back and forth for two and a half hours. It's like, I, I, I won't do it. I'll find an excuse to get up and walk away.
1: I have a theory for that. Mm -hmm. I think that one, one of the reasons why we rarely sit and do one thing besides all these other contributing factors that we can attest to is that by doing one thing alone, it makes us closer to only being with ourselves. And I think a lot of people, and I'm not, Pointing this at you or saying this is you. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are afraid to be alone with themselves. Uh. And when they're just doing one thing, that's one step away from only being with themselves and their thoughts. And I think obviously the distractibility factor is through the roof right now. But I do think that's interesting entertainment that you can't control and watch on your own time, but that still falls into being able to be distracted. It's so frustrating. And I wonder, like, I was frustrated with myself when I couldn't finish a movie. And, you know, I know I have and struggle with ADHD and ADD uh, effects and, and symptoms. I'm still very wary of what triggers that and how to manage it and cope with it. And this is something different. And so it made me feel like, man, this is something I really love and I can't even finish it. What's next? The day I don't finish a sandwich, walk me into the ocean. Yeah, Walk what's,
0: me into what's the, the ocean. What's the point? What, yeah, what's... What's the right. point?
1: What's the if point I, if, if I if can't I finish can't, a sandwich? If I can't
0: live in a moment with a hoagie.
1: If I can't f- finish a whole yeah. hoagie, kill if me. If I here. can't
0: find my grind with a grinder... If If I can't be subsumed in a submarine.
1: If I can't finish a whole submarine, uh sue me. So sue me. If I don't take a full walk after I finished all the food in my walk, (laughs) that was a stretch. (laughs) Soy me. Fucking love
0: club sandwiches, man.
1: I had... A delicious sandwich hmm. I was in upstate New York Yeah, oh, there and you go. All right. All right.
0: I had a fucking yeah, I had, had a it. random conversation with a lady in uh, a, a checkout lady at Trader Joe's just because I was wearing a Phil, a, a pirate Pittsburgh Pirates hat which I just wear for what for, for no reason and she's from Philadelphia and she like was like I just moved here where the hell do I get bread here like it was she was, oh, she wow. was in the middle of a sandwich crisis because people who oh, yeah. people who are from, you don't understand how good you have it in the Northeast when it comes to bread and bread-oriented, bread bread-constrained food products until you get away from there and you realize that we live in a yeasty wasteland.
1: Yeah, yeast is definitely starved in other parts of the country, but when you go back oh, home man. to the East Tell Coast... Tell me about your sandwich, you Jesse.
0: Just, it's been so oh, long. Oh,
1: yeah. So I went... I was home and... My brother-in-law loves to cook. That's one of his love languages. And actually, we were discussing love languages. I asked him, I said, what do you think your love language is? And I asked him what he thought my sister's love language is. And, and we all have yeah. them. We all display them at different times. One is just more dominant uh-huh. than another, I believe, at least for myself, that's true. And my sister has one love language. She's a unicorn. She just likes gifts. And the language is only for her. So just buy her gifts and she'll be happy and, and, and she'll do whatever you need her so to So she's do.
0: incapable of showing love by giving people gifts?
1: She is definitely a gift giver. She loves to give, give gifts, but she loves to get yeah. gifts. She loves stuff. Mm.
0: Oh, she loves it. She's just... <laughs> I sent you a gift. Was, was she jealous of the gift that I sent you, your Halloween
1: gift? Oh, it's in her drawer. She stole it? Yeah, she brought the Gobble Ghoul shirt, <laughs> put it in her drawer. I go, excuse- she just assumed it was for hey. her. She goes, Someone got me a shirt. I go, Excuse yeah. me. Someone got you a shirt? Yeah. What shirt? She sent me a picture of it and I sent it mm-hmm. to you. I go, There's no way someone got you a Gabagool <laughs> shirt. First of all, De- Deb's been sending me Gabagool stuff for like 40 oh, years. Oh,
0: no. Did I? St- did
1: oh, yeah. She's, she found some Gabagool. Didn't did you, I step Deb, on you you found your gabagool. gabagool toes? No, you oh, didn't man. know. You spoke about Gabagool I just too. She traipsed
0: but- willy nilly into the Gabagool forest. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was it was just so funny she's like look someone got me a, t- a t-shirt i was like no girl that's for yeah. me i had it sent there because it was th- there in time in a timely manner it was very I had sweet. To get it. And actually a really nice soft shirt it looked
0: okay i had to get it to you in time for halloween who the hell needs a gabagool t-shirt on november 1st
1: oh i would i'm gonna wear it i think the coolest thing to do would be to wear gabagool all other days but halloween that's like that's a cool emo move that I'm gonna have to do. But so back to the sandwich conversation. Mm. So my brother in law loves to cook. He's an Italian. He loves to cook, and that's how he shows his love. So he said, "I made this sandwich for your aunt and your uncle, and I want to make it for you." And it's this wagyu beef. Uh, um, what, what's that like corned? Not corned beef, but like um, when the maybe that is corned beef when the when the beef gets kind of like red and orange. Is that a corned beef sandwich?
0: I don't think anybody is corning Wagyu beef. Especially not some... Kobe, especially co- not some, some no, some not Wagyu. I ITAL. take it back. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not Wagyu. You're correct. Yeah. It's Kobe beef. Kobe corned beef sandwich <sighs> from Wegmans. <laughs> I'm going to fucking Google it because I can see you doubting me right
0: I, now. I, I, I doubt this on so many levels. You guys enjoy yourselves. with No, now, now, no now, for real. Kobe beef costs like... $4,000 an ounce, but somehow I can get Kobe beef sliders at fucking Quick Check.
1: It's it, I'm telling
0: you right Get that now, Kobe I'm shit out of here. It's I'm, fine. I, it's good. It's Kobe Kobe tender. It's tasty. You call it whatever that... You, you, you enjoy it and you call it whatever you want. Just don't ask me to take you serious, dude. They don't sell Kobe... Wegmans? They don't sell Kobe beef at the goddamn bowling alley. Regardless Hold of how up. fancy your Lucky Strikes is. Mm-hmm.
1: Wegman's Kobe Corned Beef Sandwich. They're trying it out right it's
0: now. It's not Kobe beef. Or Perfectly it, it, it either marbled. is not Kobe beef or it is a crime against Kobe beef.
1: You're just against fusion. And you know what? You literally have a fusion mm-hmm. family. I would think someone like you would appreciate a little blend of culture. Sure. Here. Wegman's Limited Edition. Oh. Kobe corned beef sandwich, perfectly marbled American style Kobe oh. beef gets topped with Thousand Island yeah. dressing, Swiss cheese, got a little, got a, got a little slaw and in there, sour, uh, and sour That's where crore. you
0: lose me, but that's a that's a valid sandwich direction. It's just not one I choose to follow.
1: Well, that's because you have hate in your
0: heart. I will make you that sandwich. I'll corn some. Uh,
1: you can't. You can't. I'll corn some beef. You can't now. i corn some
0: beef like you never imagined. Yeah, you got the marble rye there. Sure.
1: It's You know, honestly, I corn my own
0: beef. You know who you're talking to here.
1: Well, you should throw up a couple more medals for yourself then. <laughs> if, if you just are bragging about your corned beef. By the way, the, the Kobe corned beef sandwich was about $45 a pound. Oh, for real? My brother in law loves, like, he just has expensive taste and he loves thing in his mind the more it costs the higher quality it contains i do think so he was like i made this sandwich for your aunt janet and your uncle rick you gotta try it so he made it for emily and i one Uh night who's uncle rick and it blew my mind uncle rick who's uncle rick how dare you say i made it
0: for your uncle rick is this your uncle rick
1: you got an uncle rick
0: Rick and you're never gonna bring that up
1: yeah he he looks like you right now that you look like an uncle rick yeah, I have an Uncle like spa- Rick. Like, they like ate a the spare sandwich. Mario brother? Yeah, you do. You look like, um, it would probably be Antonio Mario. They're like, your name doesn't even flow right. My nose is runny because everything is so dry in Arizona. My body's doing its best to keep me hydrated through every part of me. So anyways, he made me a corned beef sandwich once, and I loved it so much. He made it a second time for me on my flight. And I got to tell you, I wrapped it in parchment mm-hmm. paper and then i wrapped it in tin foil because i don't mess around with my sandwich i don't want to get that's that's a trick to make your sandwich so it doesn't get soggy okay parchment yeah if you put a little parchment paper if you're going to travel you want to keep it fresh a little parchment Mm -hmm. and a trick that nancy told me about this works for salads and sandwiches if you have to wrap up a salad like put a little tin uh, tin foil or saran wrap over the salad bowl if you toss in a couple Slices of paper towel in there. It absorbs the extra moisture and can keep the salad a little bit crisp. Obviously, it gets a little mushy, but it works for the sandwich too. Yeah. But I'll wrap up my sandwich story. I swear to God, I get on the plane, I unwrap that sandwich, and the entire plane, you could you could hear them collectively sniff. Yeah, right. Because you stunk up their fucking because you stunk up their
0: fucking plane with your with your we- no, with They your, knew it was Wegman's. With, with Kobe your Wegman's beef. horse meat.
1: They knew it was Wegman's Kobe Bryant beef. They go the gold. That standard. shit was
0: for the boarding area. You missed your window, lady. Corned beef is. Let me ask you a real corned question. Corned beef is not is, is not a a, a, a crowd pleasing spell. Just <laughs> I <laughs>
1: take look. Take we know it, you're a hater. We know where you're Take it from a guy who corns his is. own
0: beef on the regs. It's just not a pleasant. You've revealed yourself. What?
1: You've already revealed yourself. We know where you stand on corned beef, and this will be a, a very polarizing episode because of all the hate towards corned beef. And I guarantee you, you know we've done we fan... We've, don't we have a fan name we've Rick? We've done
0: promos before about me corning beef. Like I am I am I am I am already on the record identified with corned beef. You are
1: This is what I think about your corned, corned beef.
0: You're the corned beef interloper.
1: There's what I think about your corned beef. Great, you throw up a I have never tried your corned beef. I offered it. You know, someone who brags about making food and doesn't share it with his every year, co- every year, Jess is a Every year, person.
0: Jesse, right after St. Patrick's Day when they put it on sale, <laughs> I buy like three pounds of it, and then I and then I get to corning.
1: Here's what I think of your corned beef.
0: Nobody can see the emoji buttons that you are hitting. I don't know how
1: you're wearing a chef hat. And nobody knows and that you're but wearing you. a chef I hat because you corned
0: beef. Be.
1: How hard is it to corn beef? Super easy. I mean, if you have a little
0: corning packet. You just You know what water. I would put up
1: if you were corning beef? You know what I would do? I put a couple of these up. I toss a couple Caution of those signs. Up around the kitchen.
0: I see. I feel like you're just trying to make the jokes fit the emojis now. I can't I can't lie. It's a little cheap. The the um the comedy <laughs> How do you get it under your comedy? Head? <laughs> Look everywhere I go. I want that. Um The comedy condo thing, it's right it's it's uh I've seen comedians complain about comedy condos on online where there's just like that little extra grit or grime on the toilet that you wouldn't bother you so much if it was in your house. But since it's somebody else's toilet grime, it just gets it really gets under your skin and it just doesn't make you want to be there anymore. What is that? Because I feel like we all know that hotel rooms present the illusion of cleanliness but in reality, you probably shouldn't touch anything on, uh, you know, on the bed or on the floor or on or, or heaven forbid in the bathroom. And yet the condo thing, it has to be mwah, perfect, pristine, or else it's like a dead giveaway that this is a gross place that isn't fit for human habitation. You know, the hotel, the hotel um, seeming cleaner is just a great big lie. The hotel steaming
1: seeming cleaner. cleaner.
0: Than the comedy condo. What do you mean? I think you... People are bummed out when...
1: Oh, seeming cleaner. I see yeah. what you say. I don't... I I don't agree with that. Like, I don't come in here with a more magnified view and and judgment of the cleanliness. Yeah. I'm only looking at it from this the, the perspective of someone who travels mm. a lot. Just basic. Yeah, I gotcha. And also, it, you know... It's different. It's like, in a hotel... You might have some professionals and entrepreneurs and, you know, different types of people. Hey, probably some people who are going to give a speech on some groundbreaking technology. I'm in town for for my TEDx. Right. Yeah, some you know some groundbreaking medical device. People in town doing these really amazing things to help society. When you're in a comedy condo, the only people staying here are comedians and they're vile people. Oh, so there's also oh, that no. energy mm-hmm. when you walk in. You're like, oh man, what happened on that couch? I know what milk comics. Are you know like. exactly
0: what happened on. I the couch. I don't want to sit yeah.
1: anywhere. I'm I'm sitting on six inches of towel.
0: Bra, bra, no, 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 I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely right because like. The hotel is the average of the sum of humankind's hygiene and cleanliness standards. You are just the, the, the average comedian's standards, which are quite a bit worse. Jesse, you realize there's a half a dozen girls in Arizona that if you open the door, they would already know the layout of that place and like where the sugar is in the kitchen. That's a fact.
1: Oh, there's no sugar. There's no sugar. Really? There's no water. There's not even water here. It's Arizona, and I know it's like the off season. There's no water and no AC
0: and no water. Yeah, that's 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 a crime. These are unsafe working conditions. It is are a you crime in, because you,
1: mm-hmm. I'm expected to show up and be in tip-top shape for my right. show. Yes, you are. I need to be hydrated. Mm-hmm. This is faucet oh water. Oh my
0: god, you're drinking tap water. You're a goddamn headliner. Um,
1: I'm, I'm I'm a hero. I'm basically a hero. You can practically see the amoebas. Yeah. In here. Are you
0: are you not in Phoenix? Are you? Oh, for real? Wait, I think I I think I played that club last time I was in town. We stayed at a nice hotel.
1: Where'd you sit? Where'd you sleep? Where'd you no, sit? I
0: wasn't. You oh, they I think they tried to give us the condo, and me and Jason were just sort of like, uh, we've made it like fifteen years without sleeping in the same yeah. house. So if there's any way you could, Oh, always stayed in a very very nice hotel. I I got some spots there that you can that that you can hit. I can't help you with the condo. I
1: usually this was a creature of habit because I the thing that's convenient is this is right across the street from the club and I can bring all, I have all my dogs with me, but the fact that I'm sitting uncomfortably makes me annoyed. Like I'm annoyed. Like I can't, I left my house to entertain your, your locals. And I think hydration and, 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 and some, General AC is yeah, not too much. No, to ask no, no. no. For.
0: You're right. I and mean, these are just the differences between you know when you're a kid, you could go visit a friend and you sleep on the couch and that's fine. And you just get to a point where you're just like, barring um, catastrophe or emergency, I'm never sleeping on anybody's couch ever again. It's just I'm done. I am done with that. You know. And and you're at the
1: yeah, I'm at that place yeah. too where I'm like, if I come to visit you in your town, I'm gonna stay right. My
0: town. And you and where you are staying would have been just fine when you were. 27 negative four years ago thank you <laughs> right but you're a goddamn you're a grown ass woman
1: i'm a netflix host you are you d- didn't even mention my new wa- show wa- how dare you you talked about your corned beef sandwich you for talked hour. about your i've never even seen your corned beef sandwich. beef sandwich
0: i at least i made the one i was talking about
1: i've never seen your corned beef sandwich have you seen any of my shows
0: yeah. Uh, uh, yes, and you know, I tell you what, Jesse. You know what? You're gonna you're gonna eat those words like Wagyu corned beef because I not only watched your show, I hit the I really like this button, which means now every time I go on Netflix, it's like, hey, look at this crap that you would love. Yep, <laughs> I earned those fireworks. <laughs> I did. I did. I I. I... I, I I appreciate that. I sample. That. I mean, I make it all the way to the end. a la Ferris Bueller.
1: Okay, so you'll finish my show when I finish Ferris Ooh, Bueller. Awesome.
0: Ferris, you got you know thirty minutes
1: left. I'll finish. your. I'll finish my, your
0: parts when you finish Ferris Bueller.
1: How's that? I I'll finish Ferris Bueller if you if you make me a corned beef sandwich to oh, done accompany my viewership done. Are we done? Uh, well,
0: yeah, I guess, yeah, yeah, we're done.
1: No, we're done. Bye. <laughs> Seeking the truth never gets old.